the St Albans Podcast Theatre Show with Ben and Susie. Hello, Ben. We're back again. <laughs> Another lockdown, but we're back. Can you Another tell lockdown. I know, but this lockdown's a little bit more exciting for us because there's there's actually still theatre. Yeah, yeah, we've got um, we've got a review for you coming up, sneak peek of what's what, what's going to happen, and we've also got an interview. But first of all, I want to say, how are you doing? How are you doing, Susie? I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm all right. Well, no, I'm not. I'm I'm frustrated with lockdown, but otherwise, I'm fine. I'm fine. How are you? I'm all right. I'm I'm living. I'm living my life. I'm surviving. Living the best life. How how are you doing? We've done that. (laughs) I said listeners. Anyway, I wish you guys could see Ben. Ben is growing some wonderful lockdown locks. um, Super nice and curly. So maybe we'll get him back on stage and he can show you. I haven't cut my hair since March. So. Wow. Wow. The dream. Right. Enough of us rambling. Shall we, uh, let's go and talk to Emily uh, from Black Box Theatre and find out what they have got going on to keep themselves busy during lockdown. We are joined, Ben and I are now joined by Emily from Black Box Theatre. Hi, Emily, how are you? Hello, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Very well, thank you. Um, I'm going to ask... Yeah, yeah, we don't care, Ben. Um, now I'm going to ask the viewers, the, the, viewers, the listeners, uh, what do you make of Ben's lovely lockdown uh, locks, Emily? I think, um, you know, it's good that you see the opportunity. They look lovely. You know, why, why not? <laughs> because a lot of people have just kind of gone the other way, haven't they, and just shaved everything. So you yeah. kind of you kind of go against the grain. Yeah, I, I couldn't do this. This is um, like special intel for the listeners, but I've got a really weirdly shaped head, so I need... I- <laughs> bit of hair on there just to to give me some coverage <laughs> there we go so anyway uh ben's locks aside emily um tell us you guys um at black box are doing something uh you know to get us all through lockdown too tell us about your project so it's called rehearsal room and uh yeah the premise is pretty simple for it really um the idea is that we pick a different play um, every month and um, it's a first come first serve basis. And it's basically just um, a virtual read through and a little discussion and a cup of tea. And it's just kind of an opportunity for people who um, are either interested in theatre or actors, because you know anybody's welcome, to just be able to just enjoy reading a text for the, the sake of reading a text and, and kind of... Yeah, have a little bit of therapy from these very, very stressful times. And um, because obviously, like a lot of theatre companies, we went dormant for quite a while. Um, mm. We were we were having withdrawal symptoms from theatre, so we thought we need to do something fun. So this is what we came up with. And what what's the um, history of Black Box Theatre? How long have you guys been running? Like, how many shows have you guys put on uh, pre lockdown? So uh, pre-lockdown, we've been going um, about two or three years, I think, before the the, the apocalypse kind of happened. Um, <laughs> uh, and then so we put on about four shows. Um, and um, the our, our sort of thing that we like to, to do generally is sort of be quite um, kind of playful with space that we use. So um, rather than, you know, using 
proscenium arch theatre every time we kind of like to give the audience a little bit more of an exciting experience so we've done um uh, we performed at the Roman Theatre. We've done a play about um, a, a tiny verbatim play about mental health in a cafe. So again, the idea was very kind of interactive, and it felt like a, a conversation. Um, we did. Uh, we even performed at the Horn one time. I think we might be. Um, this this might be a bit of a an inaccurate claim, but we did. I think we were the only third companies to perform there, as far as I'm aware. They they couldn't think of any other oh. plays. exactly exactly um and uh, yeah and before kind of before black box me and a couple of the girls who'd set it up had done some promenade plays outside so we kind of like making the theater just a little bit more um immersive for the audience they kind of just feel very much in in the atmosphere of of the play really sounds really interesting that really nice immersive uh experience so um, your first uh, rehearsal room is happening on Monday, the 23rd of November. So that's uh, Monday following our podcast going out um, at eight o'clock. And tell us what you're reading this month. We're reading Oscar Wilde's An Ideal Husband. So nice and fun and witty and a good kind of feel good play for everyone to get their teeth into. We like a bit of comedy. Absolutely. It's definitely needed right now. And so... Uh, people who are interested in t- taking part, do they get in touch with you? Yeah, so um, they can either um, drop us an email at uh, blackbox.theatre@outlook.com, um, or um, if you pop into our social media, um, you can just direct message us. Um, so we have filled quite a lot of the places, but there are a few left. So if it is something that would interest you, um, just just message us as you to get the opportunity because it is it is first come first serve. But we. Like I said, we're going to be doing um, a new play every month. So if you don't get the chance to do it this month, um, we'll be we'll be doing something um, exciting for December, which we'll be announcing soon. So you'll get- <laughs> we don't get we don't get a preview of what's coming for December. That's a secret, is it? Well, I, it's it's more that I'm sounding very very mysterious. It's more that we're <laughs> stuck between two plays, so um, I don't want to promise one. But we probably it's probably going to be a little bit. A little bit Christmassy because why not? So, um, but yeah, no, it should it should be it should be lots of opportunities, and um, it's one of those things that it's a read through at the moment. But if it kind of um, picks up, and um, if we are kind of stuck in um, restrictions like these for a while, we might kind of expand it and maybe do um, maybe do other things with rehearsal rooms and not just read throughs. Maybe a bit of improv or a bit of scene work so it's we're starting very basic for now and very relaxed and just just pure fun just to really really enjoy a play for you know for the, for the sake of it but we might we might um expand on it a little bit further so if you have like an epic read through you might think like this is it we've got to show the world <laughs> yeah. you might discover the next star love it love it um well, it sounds brilliant and we'll what we'll do is we'll include the links um for everyone on the the podcast description so it sounds like something you want to get involved in um have a look at the notes on the show and um and get in touch with emily and her team at black box brilliant well thanks thanks so much for joining us emily it's lovely to speak to you um come back and tell us when you've decided about december though will you will do thank you very much for having me <laughs> Very disappointed Brilliant. you couldn't give us a theatre show exclusive there. No. Oh, the show. I'm sorry. Next time I'll give I'll give you a for the following play. Oh, no, to make up for it. 
Hello, I'm Simon Carver. Join me and Danny Smith on our new podcast, The St Albans Film Guide. Each week we'll be looking at what's on at the cinema, the top ten, new releases, and also what's on TV over the coming week on all the free-to-air channels. Now, if you want to find the podcast, go to your podcasting platform of choice and search for The St Albans Podcast. Alternatively, you can go to stalbanspodcast.com to find out more. So that's the film guide with me, Simon Carver, part of the St Albans podcast in association with the Hearts Advertiser. So it's time for us to to talk to you about the show that we recently saw. Actually, after lockdown had already started, Ben and I uh, were privy to the live stream of Relatively Speaking by the Company of Ten, um, which uh, was, was playing on, I think it actually started on the... Is it fourth of December? I was the, no, sorry, it was obviously it started on the third of November. Oh god, I can't even think my days. It started literally the day after lockdown. So um the company of ten recorded the preview show, so it was the early showing of it, um, with an audience. Um, and then from the night after it was live streamed for uh, I think 10 nights. Um, and so Ben and I, from the comfort of our own homes, got to watch it. Ben, initial thoughts. Yeah, well, yeah should we tell everyone what the play was about first? That was probably helpful. Yeah, we could. We could. <laughs> we could. So it, it was essentially a farce um, about uh, there are two couples, so four people in total, um, and one couple. Um, the fiance is it, is fiance gendered? The the lady of the couple. <laughs> Is, um, a young couple and an older couple. Young uh, yeah, couple. Uh, young, yes. And it's essentially a farce where everyone is like cheating on each other and people don't know the full story and they're telling lies and um and it all builds up to a crescendo at the end. I mean, you know what a farce is like. Come on, you're listening to us. You know, you know, lots of lots of misunderstandings and, and fun had by it all. Um so I'm gonna I'm gonna interview you at this point. What did you make of watching the theatre as a live stream? So this is my first theatre live stream experience. I haven't done any of the national stuff. I haven't done anything else. Um, I mean, say, we say live stream, but it wasn't really live. So it was just streamed. It was pre-recorded. <laughs> yeah. It was as live. Yeah. Because you could hear the audience in the background, the preview audience, I think, laughing in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, and all, But also they were able to cut away to different camera angles, which I quite liked. But I'm mm-hmm. myself. This is the first time I've ever been in a, in a theatrical setting and I could eat like fish and chips on my lap and have a beer on the side. So, I mean, like if we could co- continue that after lockdown, that would be great. That was score one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I would like to say um, there's the sort of te- technical aspect of like um, showing a performance on Zoom. There were a couple of hiccups at the start, I felt like... Mm-hmm. Uh, lighting was quite difficult to see people's faces and stuff like that um and i don't know if it was just for me but it kept buffering at the start um but as it got going much like the play it built up like a bit like a steam engine so Mm. it started quite slow and there was a bit jitters and stuff um but then it's it started to build to a sort of manic farcical pace uh we felt like you're getting sucked along so so at the end it was really enjoyable yeah, I mean, I, I have watched some of the national stuff live. Um, obviously, it's slightly different scale of things that we're talking about there. But 
I, um, you know, I was really looking forward to watching this as a live stream, sitting and watching it in the comfort of my home, as you say, having a snack, you know, I could go to the loo when you like. It's all very nice. Um, I, I definitely agree. I think in the beginning uh, there were issues with the lighting and definitely the sound. I found like the sound, oh, perhaps, yeah. you know, because although this was always designated as a, a hybrid performance, so it was always intended that you could watch it live in a social distance audience, but it was always going to be streamed each night as well. Um, I don't, I don't necessarily feel that necessarily the set was set up correctly for um, you know delivering a really good visual and sound experience. In the first scene, there's a huge focus on the slippers, um, which if you've seen it, you'll understand. If you haven't, I'm not going to spoil it. But there's a thing about slippers, and as such, um, the we have this, we have one of the characters, um, Greg who's really shuffling around the floor. And because the microphones are positioned at floor level, it meant that all we could hear for a lot of the first act was a lot of foot shuffling. And it, it did, I mean, partly the writing of the play, partly those sort of slight issues. It took a little while for me to really kind of connect with the play, I think. But once we moved into the Buckinghamshire Garden setting, I think it took on uh, a whole new level. And I think that the set was obviously brighter, it was lighter, it was slightly set back on the stage because um, effectively the, the London apartment was the front part of the stage and that lifted away and then we went into the garden. Loved the garden. I mean, I rave about the Company of Ten sets. I think they're so thoughtfully designed. They always just, get out of the park, don't they? Oh, just, there are so many little touches in there that that I think people don't even appreciate that they should be appreciating. You know, there's, there's a wall, a garden wall, but it's not just a wall. It's covered in ivy. It's got, you know, mm. over, like... It, it just you know there, there's a table that's set but you know that everything that's on there is is era appropriate you know it's it's just um you know and the costumes are great it's all set in 1963 so I think all of that visually was just wonderful um it was lighter and brighter because obviously you're in a garden setting so I think that helped for the medium that we were watching at Ava um but I think also the introduction of the characters of Sheila and Philip you know I think those characters were they, the, the the writing for them, the way they played off each other, um, and obviously the the actors Susie um, Major was Sheila and Vin, Russell Vincent was Philip. I just thought they worked so well together. I just the it was very it was quick and it was bouncy it was and it was it was it was yeah, snappy, yeah. And uh, yeah, I agree. The the once you got into the Buckinghamshire Garden, it was like um, just some gunpowder had gone off, and suddenly. Um, you, I, I almost felt like the actors on stage were sort of relaxing into it as well. They, they yeah. were unsure, and then once once the sort of the script could take them on the journey as well as taking us, um, yeah. and that helped with the sort of white knuckle ride feeling of like they were getting dragged along with it as, at the same time as we were. Yeah, and it was yeah, it was funny. It was really funny, and I think that um, you know it. it the, the director had done a really good job. That's Angela Stone, I think, directed this one. Um, yeah, she did a really good job of kind of getting the, the characters moving around in the in the stage as well and really kind of, you know, there were a couple of moments I felt where, um, you know, you have that sort of stroppy back turned. You know, I'm having a moment, so I'm just going to turn my back, but not very much. It was a lot more interactive. Um, mm. And I think, you know, kind of just a really well-used space. And um, I know I, I enjoyed it. I liked being able to sit at home and watch it. I think, um, you know, in the future, if we're doing live stream stuff, I think hopefully there's a couple of areas that, you know, as, as the company are learning what works and what translates well, um, yeah. as they do more, because that's, 
you know, that's the intention, I guess, is to um, is to do more shows that are live streamed. And hopefully it will just continue to improve. I mean, nothing beats being in the theatre, though. No, but I, I do I do wonder because, like, you know, there's always a conversation about is theatre accessible enough? Like, uh, you know, is is theatre something that only people of a certain class go and see? And I think that there, mm. there definitely is an aspect of that. If there's more streaming, if live streaming becomes more the norm, is that something that we could turn around? Um, could, could like theatre be open to people who don't normally get into the theatre? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a good question. And I mean, this is this, you know, possibly veering into territory that isn't our business, but I think there is a conversation to be had about um, price point as well, though, because I think, you know, obviously you want to be supporting the theatres and you want to be paying for all of that hard work that we've talked about, the costume, the set, the work the actors put into this, you know, the, the running of the building, all of those things that kind of go in behind the scenes is what you're paying your ticket money for. But if you're watching from home, is it the same value that you're getting? Is it, should it be the same price? And I think that's that's maybe just a question mark for moving forward um, because it yeah. is a different experience that you're getting. And it's difficult because you like how much would it cost for you just to watch your telly? Is you know it, it feels like a bit of a trade off. Um, yeah. I, and I also think um, I watched a documentary over the um, over the lo- previous lockdown, first lockdown, lockdown one. Uh, about a play for today and how like incredible and sort of culturally relevant that was of its time and I'd like to see the this this being seized as a bit of an opportunity for you know social commentary plays to be broadcast into the home I think that would be yeah Great stuff. Well, uh, thank you to Company 10 for uh, putting on Relatively Speaking for us to to participate and come and have a look. Well done to everybody involved. Um, You know, another great um, great show and we look forward to more. Um, Thank you for joining us. Uh, It's time for us to take another pause. Hi, I'm Matt Adams, the heart of the Hearts Advertiser for over 10 years. Join me and host Danny Smith for St Albans Podcast. A weekly look at the news, views and reviews of the city and district of St Albans. As well as our delve into the local stories that matter, we regularly cover topics including health, food and drink, legal matters, the theatre scene and mental health. Alongside our regular features, we talk to people from our wonderful community, sharing some of the amazing work they do. Episodes are released every Wednesday at 7pm and you can find us by going to your podcast platform of choice and searching for the St Albans Podcast. Find out more at stalbanspodcast.com. Another cracking show. We did it. I mean, like, it's all odds. I'm sure that we're going to mess it up one day, but, like, we got to the end of the show, and you got to the Woo-hoo. end of the show. So well done, listener. Yes, well done. Thank you for sticking with us. I hope you enjoyed it um, and learned lots. But don't abandon us just yet. We want to tell you about some other wonderful uh, theatrical things that are coming your way. Ben, what is the Company of Ten delivering us for Christmas? So the Company of Ten's uh, theatre show is... Uh, the Secret Garden, which I can remember that being a very trippy film when I watched it. So, and it's coming out as a film next year as well. So, oh, get your yeah, yeah. So, get your fix now, uh, theatrically. Uh, so that's that will be on from the nineteenth of December to the thirtieth of December. And that is going to be a hybrid, as I understand it. It will be being in person and also live streamed. So, uh, get your tickets and go on that. Down restrictions at the time. Yes, yes. Uh, and 
then uh, on the other side of town at the Auburn Arena, um, interestingly, um, OVO um, and sort of the sort of Maltings Theatre um, are putting on Peter Pan, but not in the Maltings Arts Theatre. They're putting it on at the Auburn Arena. So that is going to be their festive offering running from the, the 11th of December through to the 3rd of January. And if you tune into our next show, we will hopefully have interviews uh, from some of the people involved in some of those upcoming shows so we can uh, fill you in and tell you a bit more about them. And I will be all being well, restrictions allowing. I'll be taking my littles to see Peter Pan so we can give you a you know fully-fledged family review of that one. Yeah, the most important uh, stakeholder in that, the most important demographic is all the kids. Absolutely. And if they don't love it, I think it'd be wonderful. Um, so, yeah, so we, you know... It, it, as we as we record in lockdown but hopefully not for too much longer um but thank you for joining us uh, if you've got things coming on um theater wise if you're involved in anything please do get in touch it's um oh gosh what's the email address <laughs> theater show at stnorbanspodcast.com yep ben at stnorbanspodcast.com susie at stnorbanspodcast.com uh, yeah and once again thank you to the hearts advertiser for supporting the show um yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening. For listening. The Theatre Show with Ben and Susie. Produced in association with the St Albans Podcast. For more St Albans Podcasts, check out stalbanspodcast.com for full details on all the podcasts available and how to subscribe. To get in touch with The Theatre Show, email theatreshow at stalbanspodcast.com. The St Albans Podcast Theatre Show, out every fortnight on Thursdays. 